Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Everybody hates Square Enix, and they kind of deserve it. For November 7th, 2022, this is Let's Play Daily Gaming News. Hey, what's going on? My name's Nate Bender, and welcome to Let's Play, a daily gaming news podcast where we run down everything you need to know from the gaming world in about five minutes. Coming up, the Chinese gaming market shrunk for the first time in 20 years, and Lionsgate is looking at making a big AAA game out of one of their most successful film franchises. Final Fantasy 16 producer Naoki Yoshida comes under fire this weekend for answering a question with deep-seated racism. Yoshida was asked by IGN if there would be a more diverse cast in Final Fantasy 16. Yoshida answered with, quote, The answer I have, however, may end up being disappointing to some, depending on individual expectations. Our design concept from the earliest stages of development has always heavily featured medieval Europe, incorporating historical, cultural, political, and anthropological standards that were prevalent at the time. When deciding on a setting that was best suited for the story we wanted to tell, the story of a land beset by the blight, we felt rather than create something on a global scale, it was necessary to limit the scope to a single landmass, one geographically and culturally isolated from the rest of the world in an age without airplanes, televisions, or telephones. Which is the same tired old argument that these games are made with medieval realism at the forefront, even though black and brown people were prevalent in medieval history. This argument is also used to explain the absence of women and LGBTQIA people in fantasy RPGs like Final Fantasy. Yoshida continues, quote, In the end, we simply wanted the focus to be less on the outward appearance of our characters and more on who they are as people. People who are complex and diverse in their natures, backgrounds, beliefs, personalities, and motivations. While focusing on diverse natures and backgrounds does lead to good storytelling, not diversifying those characters physically leaves representation on the cutting room floor, which is a huge problem not only in video games, but in all media in general. Representation goes a long way to connect people to the content that they consume, and it's important for those people to find representation in that content. So this notion that Square Enix is trying to be historically accurate in their fantasy game where a kid turns into a gigantic mythical bird creature is a cop-out. So please, Square Enix, show me where in history people have turned into gigantic elemental monsters, and I'll shut the f*** up. Until then, enjoy 
enjoy the dragging you so rightfully deserve. The analytics and research firm Nico Partners updated their 2022 report on the Chinese gaming market, and it looks like China's gaming industry is seeing its first decline in 20 years. Chinese game revenues are projected to slide 2.5%, only bringing in $45.44 billion. Mobile gaming, which represents 66% of the total market share for gaming in China, is projected to shrink 5.1%, generating only $30 billion. Though PC gaming is bridging some of the gap left in the Chinese mobile sales, with a 2% increase in spending, projected to bring in $13.6 billion this year. Nico Partners attributes this decline in the Chinese market to many different factors, including a decline in mobile game sales, the Chinese economy weathering global inflation, massive COVID restrictions, lack of new games, and stricter youth gamer regulations. However, Nico Partners seems optimistic for the Chinese market. Nico Partners are forecasting that the Chinese gaming industry will recover and grow 2.6% over the next three years, anticipating that the industry stakeholders will adjust to the new regulations in that time. Though, I have to wonder if the Chinese gaming industry is really adjusting to these new regulations, because a lot of Chinese gaming companies like Tencent are investing heavily into the Western market, and over 14,000 Chinese-owned game studios shuttered in the nine-month game freeze that ended earlier this year. So it'll be interesting to see if Nico Partners' projections are true or not in the years to come. In an investor call, Lionsgate CEO John Feldheimer let slip that Lionsgate is looking to make another John Wick video game. Feldheimer said, quote, I don't want to get ahead of myself here, but we believe there is a big AAA game to be made out of John Wick. We've been fielding proposals. We certainly are interested in moving that forward, but I don't want to say anything more about it at this time. Which means that Lionsgate hasn't even found a studio to develop this big AAA game, and that makes speculating on the prospect of a new John Wick game pretty difficult. Because these types of video game projects could take years to negotiate and plan before development even starts, though hopefully Lionsgate picks someone adept at making first-person shooters this time around. The first John Wick game was John Wick Hex, which was released in 2020 and is a cel-shaded XCOM clone that does stay pretty faithful to the movie and its storytelling. But I would personally love to play an action-adventure first-person shooter based on John Wick. Hell, maybe even go third-person and give it a Max Payne sort of vibe. Hopefully Lionsgate can find the studio to pull that off. Alright, well that's it for today's episode of Let's Play. Make sure you subscribe so you can come back tomorrow for even more video game news. Follow us on TikTok at Let's Play Gaming News and leave us a podcast review on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Podcast Addict, and CastBox. Story selection and writing by Aaron Pillen. You can follow him on Twitter at Lloyd underscore RNG. You can follow me on Twitter at NateBenderama and catch me streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash LimitBreakRadio. My name's Nate Bender. Keep listening. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. 
Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.